Ooh, that's tasty. I got no drink this week. I drank too much this weekend. It's not really that big of a drink. It's just um, I did uh, mango juice and peach snaps. Ew. <laughs> it's fucking Yeah, delicious. that sounds amazing, but also, like, I don't know. The booze value of that is very low. Uh, I mean, vodka, too. Oh, oh, well, that. Okay. Yeah. I think my tolerance went down a lot because I literally had, like, maybe, like, three shots or something yesterday, and I was done. I know I'm getting old because I ordered old-fashioned the other day. Oh, yeah. That's that's a sign for sure. Do you have a baby on the way? <laughs> no. <laughs> you might. I would ask around. <laughs> I almost got in an argument with the bartender because I didn't see the cherry muddled at the bottom, too. I was <laughs> about, <laughs> about to throw fisticuffs in the, in the damn bar. <laughs> are you that? It's like... Are you with bartenders how you used to be at Taco Bell, <laughs> where you just tell them, like, nah, you're not doing it right. Like, <laughs> you want me to get out? I'll go back there. Yeah, a little bit. You were bit. the fucking worst to go to Taco Bell with. Why? Because I wanted my uh, Nacho Belgrande to have Doritos at the bottom of the tray instead of their nasty-ass nachos? Yes. yes. Or because I wanted my Crunchwrap Supreme replaced with the Dorito Tacos Loco <laughs> shell? Yeah, exactly. It's Taco Bell, bro. They don't. <laughs> it's not their job to come up with the shit that you created in the back when you work there. Yeah, it's not Chipotle. Like I'm it's, pretty sure when you, like they see that order, they're just like, "Oh my god, did this nigga just tell me to do something that's not <laughs> on the menu?" Like you probably ordered that one thing that like someone has to like go to the back and find the alternate menu for something. It's like, all right, so someone ordered this for the life of me. I've been working for four years. Don't even know how to make it. <laughs> Have to go ask a manager no, that used no. to work here that um like how to make this shit like. If anybody worked at Taco Bell long enough, you know that the, the – again, I said this last week, I think. If uh, you're working at Taco Bell, there's literally two or three different types of people there. There's the young kids that are you know working there for a part-time job that might turn into what's the second type of person who is addicted to drugs and has a record. <laughs> <laughs> and that's like pretty much the only two type of people. Now, a bit – some of those kids did bleed into the into the other ones. I will say that, but um, uh, the the guys there that were like on drugs, that were stoners or you know, like doing whatever, they were really creative with some of their <laughs> orders. Like they they teach you some stuff. So if you go in there, you like you know you say you used to work at Taco Bell back in the day. I got this you know weird order. As long as they're not busy, they don't give a shit because they get it. Yeah. Well, when it was two thirty in the morning at the drive through. That wasn't the time to do it, and that's that's every time that I saw you do that. Yeah, doing that—that's the perfect no, time. No, no, doing do that two thirty to drive through at the Taco Bell in Clifton. That's a quick way for that guy to walk out. Like, hey, bro, real quick, let me just see what your hands looking like, real, real quick. Just put them up. I don't know what you called me about there in that car, but like, you're not gonna say it to my face. So, what's up? It's the perfect time to do that at Taco Bell because, on God, the worst time to get food from at least my experience working at Taco Bell was any time past 9.30. After 9.30, you are literally asking for anything. Like, if you don't get pubic hair in your food, like, you (laughs) you consider yourself lucky. That was the first time I saw a place do the five-second rule. (laughs) Was after 9.30 at Taco Bell. I don't think anybody's surprised by that. But that's why it's just crazy to me that you would just be like, hey, so can I get a five-layer beefy burrito, but can you take, like, the inside of a cheesy gordita crunch and wrap that 
in in a loaded griller and then put that in the like you, you would be asking yeah. for all sorts of shit like that and I'd just yeah. be like nigga just order a Doritos Locos taco let's go home you l- all right you literally just said Crunchwrap Supreme Dog. okay and that's <laughs> that's the part that you're missing it, it's it's like when I go there and I get a beefy Frito burrito and I ask them to put Chipotle sauce in it um, with sour cream because they had an item on the menu that was a beefy. Uh, 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 spicy right, crunch, crunchy burrito or we something. We should I'm stopping. This is, what we, this is what we started with, really? <laughs> whoa, 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 whoa. Yeah, 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 yeah. Barack Obama looking at me. What's up? What's up? I'm hiring hands. Inspiring fans. I'm giving out jobs. I'm sketching up plans. Police, they beat me. We storm the same streets. Storm the same block, don't stop till we free. Think it was possible till we accomplished it. Now we accomplices, now we out popping. I'm getting money, the kids getting money. I'm dropping racks and racks in church on a Sunday. I get it back to back, go to work on a Monday. Why don't I track suit? Cause you know who running. We was hungover, Southeast was too sunny, yo. We out in Joburg, no sleepers, we clubbing. Catch me out in Europe with my black skin. For feet of my d- ain't no more asking. Judge ain't never forget him for when it was trapped. No, 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 no. In that wet like a dolphin. <laughs> Baby, I'm a king, I'm a god of thug. My verses will live if I die from slugs. That, this power, man, that, this love. No, you cannot buy that from no club. I'm a baptized, let's get baptized. I'm a baptized, let's get baptized. Or when I tell them to make a uh, loaded potato okay. griller, oh, they don't have potatoes anymore. We'll talk about Taco Bell not having potatoes anymore. So this is <laughs> this is the No Relation podcast. This is uh, episode uh, 84, 83. I literally have it written on the thing. 88? No. What? <laughs> no. It's a three. <laughs> it's, it says untitled podcast. Okay. Well, it's episode 83. Hey, I'm just. All right, this hey, is, you guys should just let the uh, listeners know there's a break com- imminent. <laughs> Another break is coming very soon. <laughs> we don't know when, but it might not be. A, it, that break is coming when. <laughs> that break is coming up when you move. Yeah. That's your. That's your. That's your motivation to get your ass out of Ohio. It's, it's going to be like a holiday anymore. break. <laughs> it's a holiday break that'll turn into an existential crisis break, which will turn into like a sabbatical. Which will turn into a reunion um, in 2023. Which will turn into this actually be an arts and crafts podcast. <laughs> <laughs> but in the meantime, we're gonna. I will. I will be starting my own uh, podcast. It'll be called the Big Cousin Alex Podcast. Uh, I will have my book club on there. I will be talking about Taco Bell on there. Um, also, we will be starting an in-depth review of each and every single one of the Jason Bourne movies. <laughs> Um, we will, I guess the Jeremy Renner one will still somehow make it. I don't no, know. That, we'll that, save it that for never last happened. That one never happened. What I'd like to, uh, I want to hear your takes on taking clothes from TJ Maxx and making them so you match Jason Bourne slash, uh, slash the dude from the Crank movies. What was his name? Jason Statham. <laughs> yeah, no, wait, you can tell when Alex started to watch the Jason Bourne series because that's when his sense of fashion changed from just the free clothes he was given in high school to just dressing like a villain fighting Jason Bourne. <laughs> no, 
so the reason I picked to wear all those T-shirts is because I would walk by. Um, you would walk by, like yeah, yeah. You walk by old navy mannequins, and be like, I really like this basic ass outfit. <laughs> I just want to look like a middle of the road average American father that just is okay with forty five a year. No, I would walk by it, I'd touch it, and it was just really soft. And then I would buy five of those. <laughs> and that's what you've been wearing since 2014 <laughs> to this afternoon. No, I just I just got a jacket, guys. Uh, see, I miss fall clothes, bro. I miss the sweater season. I miss it a lot. Guess what? Plaid jacket. Plaid jacket. Don't you already have one? No. You go red plaid or brown sure. plaid? It's a gray plaid. Gray plaid. I should have known. Should have known. Yeah. I like to keep it with the more dominant colors, you know, matches everything. Anyways, let's get back to it because I think we're getting somewhere. Um, Taco Bell got rid of potatoes recently. Um, Started kind of an uproar. Do you have, like, (laughs) Google alerts for Taco Bell news on? (laughs) They they went away about a month ago. I just think that we should talk about it because – I think they're starting petitions. It might reach the Supreme Court. Evan, what do you think? What the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> we had a whole other intro topic, and you just, just ran with this. <laughs> Sorry, me and Joe got the cooking. You got to keep up sometimes, buddy. So, <laughs> Taco Bell, they don't have the loaded grillers anymore. Thoughts? Evan, go. Wait, loaded grillers thought, were actually my favorite thing. I always thought Taco yeah. Bell was some mid. I ain't going to hold you. What about Baja Blast? How do you feel about Never that? Never had one. Changed my life in high what school. What the fuck? Changed my life in high school. <laughs> now, I want you to, You haven't been a freshman in college until you mix the Baja Blast with some shitty yeah, cake. that's correct. That's... Unfortunately. Yeah. There was a... Because I was excited as fuck when I figured out about, like, mixing that with uh, some shitty alcohol. I think no, at I'm... 17, my body... Like, you know how you're 70% water? I think my body was, like, 30% Baja Blast. I used to drink a lot of Baja mm. Blast. Well, I your piss come out teal, yeah. and it's stuck. Yeah, I used to. <laughs> I, I used to fuck with hood rats, so um, it's a, it was speedy freezes for me. <laughs> oh, Evan, you didn't have to do that to yourself. You could have kept that. <laughs> you do realize we publish this, like we release it <laughs> to the public. <laughs> Yuck! This nigga goes to the gas station. For- Next to getting coffee, that's one of the more grosser things to get at a gas station. No, I argue uh, like getting like a hot dog or a pizza there. You ever had you nah, ever had hard boiled eggs from a gas station? <laughs> Joe, you go to Seven Eleven and get Excuse some food. Me? Wait, no, Joe gets like a certain uh, Hawaiian delicacy hey, from gas hey, stations. Hey, you know what? This is a culture podcast, and don't, you got to get hip to the culture in Hawaii before you start shitting on Seven Eleven meals. That ass, I probably, Wait, I probably, I, I s- probably get a meal from Seven Eleven three times a week, sushi from Seven Eleven. That guy three times a week. When I went to Seven Eleven with you, the young man behind the counter knew you personally. Like you guys yeah. have a, <laughs> you, you guys were very close. yeah. It was Seven so Eleven. There was also another place that I won't say that Joe just looked really comfortable in. <laughs> All right, well, that's... <laughs> yeah, wait. You can make it hot for yourself, but that's a personal choice. You leave my business out of this. <laughs> if you're talking about what I think you're talking about, Evan, this man was in his element. I've never seen this man more comfortable in my life. It, it's almost like when I'm like, when we're talking about Al's going to a certain bar, he's just like, hey, I really don't want to go there. But we know deep down he wants to go there. Me and Joe were like muddling over like going to this certain place and then 
someone hit uh like i think hit me up and said to come through and just like all right i guess we can for you <laughs> you are cherry picking facts from this story like a motherfucker and i'm so upset about it I would love to tell the full story, but I'm not going to. <laughs> there's a lot of there's a lot of um, simping in the story all around, but we can. Whoa, ho, 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 There was simping going in one direction, my guy. <laughs> it was well deserved simping, though. Oh Jesus. Right. Um. What do you, Evan? What, what was the topic that you wanted to discuss before we get into our uh, our playlist? Oh yeah, well, Alex, you have a birthday coming up, don't you? I heard through the grapevine that you have a birthday coming up there, big I'm guy. I'm sorry, did you just gag when he said that? <laughs> what was that? <laughs> it was a burp that I directed away from the okay. microphone. <laughs> what are your What are your plans collectively? Birthday plans? Go to work. Uh, wings that Evan might be late for to get. Late to so his own party. Order his, but they might be. Yeah, they might be cold. Sounds like a lovely work. evening. What, yeah, what's it like having a birthday on a Monday night? I think it's perfect. I, I don't ever want to have a birthday on a Friday or Saturday again. I think weekday birthdays are where it's at because you can get away with doing the the most, like the least. You know what I mean? Yeah, no, like it's it's lit yeah. because like I I don't have to do anything and I don't have to have an excuse to not do anything. Like mm-hmm. if you have a birthday on like a Saturday or something, like you have to like. Like, people are like, look at you funny if you're, like, not, like, going all out and trying to do something. When it's a Monday. I was going to say, so it's a Monday, but no, I was going to say, so it's a Monday birthday. So you still have that weekend as an excuse to celebrate your birthday. So it's really not that different, um, in my opinion. That, that, that Wednesday birthday is that money spot. Yeah, that's, like. that's what mine was this year. That's that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. really? Because, like, it's like you. You could, I guess, celebrate on the weekend, but which weekend do you choose? Like, it's like one of those things. It's a it, that's I think that's where the that's where the good money is. Uh, our birthday was on Monday, so we would have to celebrate this past weekend because that's the birthday weekend. Um, but we kind of lucked up, so our friends were out of town. Uh, we had a funeral we had to go to, <laughs> um, so we have to stay in in, in uh, this home uh, our hometown COVID. here. COVID, uh, COVID's going on. COVID, yep. oh yeah, COVID. There's a global Panasonic going on, um, and we were uh, yeah. I had a, honestly Saturday night was a really good night for me. What did you do? Uh, went to tacos. Uh, got got four of those bad boys um, by myself. By the way, <laughs> keep in mind, completely alone in this whole adventure, and uh, I got about six things of margaritas, <laughs> and it was uh, <laughs> it was a really Really good night. The I the bartender gave me one to go as a birthday present. That's how. <laughs> so, so, I was smiling ear to ear. It's the best thing that's ever happened to me on my birthday. <laughs> yeah, no, that sounds beautiful. I didn't do it this year, but last year that's pretty much what I did. I took myself out to dinner, completely by my lonesome, and that was uh, that was a choice that I made, and I was so excited about it. I uh, had my AirPods in the whole time and then sat at the front table of a bar completely by myself for a couple hours uh, on my birthday as well. And it was probably the most fun I've had. It was the most fun I've had in a really long time. Evan, you got... Evan, did you do yeah, anything? Yeah, you got... Did you do anything this weekend? Yeah, no, I just went and got some seafood. <laughs> I'm not really big, uh, big seafood guy, so I was like, you know what? Let's, let's see what the hype is about this one place. So I just went and got some seafood. 
They didn't even get a drink. Joe's Crab Shack? Nah, nah. nah. <laughs> it was like one of those bag seafood places, you know, like a... Oh. Yeah. Mm. yeah. Those are... Had that the other week. That was pretty yeah, good. Those are the pretty seafood popular. spot where you got you to gotta have a change of clothes afterwards. Yeah, they give you like an apron or something like that and give yeah. you some gloves. Was that the one you have to eat with the gloves? Yeah, but like the gloves always get in the way. So like I ended up just taking them hoes off and, you know, just, just going at it for real, for real. Because you're built different. Because yeah. you're built yeah. different. Yep. And like you like the you like your fingers smelling like butter for the next four days, too. Nah, it don't come out. Yeah, that's the real reason they give it to you. Yeah, that's the real reason they give it to you is because you actually marinate your fingers. <laughs> <laughs> to perfection, I will say. But the thing is, they don't tell Three you. Three days later, you're about to gnaw those bitches off. <laughs> they don't, like, but, like, you can't even crack open the crab legs with the gloves on. So, like, for real, for real, like, you got to you gotta just, like, kind of take them off because it don't work. Yeah. Well, that's why you pay $2 extra and they take it off for you. It's really? You can do that? actually. Yeah. Shit. I didn't they know got that. some intern in the back just crack, cracking crab legs all day, every day. <laughs> Imagine that job. <laughs> He wants to get with the big boys one day. He has to learn, right? <laughs> you got to work your way up to serve boil him, this, kid. You boil this crap to perfection, you got to crack him open first, bitch. <laughs> um, yeah, uh, I don't know. Uh, this whole this past weekend just made me realize. Uh, COVID made me realize, or I guess COVID made me forget uh the fun of being alone like you know like we we've had to be alone for so long we were told to you know stay home and like you know be apart from everybody so like when you get that chance to be around everybody you really cherish it well no like it makes you realize how lovely it is wait i forgot about how lovely it is just to do things by myself like going to movies by myself was one of my favorite things going to the bar by myself is another one of my favorite things Getting food by myself? Top two, and it's not two. No, it, COVID makes you realize, because, like, now, like, you kind of feel like you have to, sh- like, hang out with some friends sometimes. But, no, it, like, it, it, doing things by yourself, a lot more fun when it's your choice. Oh, for sure. Because, like, sure. when you, mm-hmm. when you're able to just tell people no, and, like, you don't even give them a reason why, you just do it because you want to be alone. It's a lot more uh, fun when, uh, like, now when it's just, like, you kind of have to. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. I I definitely, uh, COVID made me appreciate being around people more, for sure. Um, Especially being deep somewhere. Like, I haven't been with, like, a group of, like, 20 friends since March. You know what I mean? Um, That said, though, I do cherish the experience of... Like, I don't, like, if I go to, like, if I were to go, like, if I were in town and I were to go out to dinner with y'all, I would wear, like, a t-shirt and jeans. However, like, if I'm alone and I'm just taking myself to dinner, I show the fuck out. I look good. I'll get a haircut. Yeah, I'll shave. Say, yeah. I'll, I'll crack open that polo where, like, I only wear that bitch, like, three times a year because there's it's got to be an occasion. You know what I mean? My iron my clothes. When's, when's the last time you thoroughly iron your clothes and it wasn't for work? Yeah. <laughs> well, I'll clean my air forces off. I do that like once a month. <laughs> That's my favorite. Exactly. 
Very underrated. And I mean, I, I get it. Like, you know, it takes a certain level of security with yourself to kind of do these things. Because that's one. I always hate that question of like, who are you here with? Why are you here alone doing this activity that's meant for other people? Bitch, because I can't. <laughs> it's, it's, have you ever not had to worry about other people? I really just value my my alone time. No. No, like, have you ever, like, had to explain to someone about, like, why you're doing things alone? Like, you just, like, someone brings up, like, so, oh, who would you go with? I'm like, this, this, this went by myself. And, like, why would yeah. you think, like, why would you do it by yourself? Like, it's, have you ever done things by yourself? Yeah. They always want to be Literally, sympathetic, I, like, like, uh, like you're ashamed of it or, like, you know, you wanted to bring people. And it's like, no, that was a conscious decision, and I'm so excited about it. Literally, I remember, uh, I don't know, this is few years ago for some reason this new pa- this newspaper wrote an article about this couple this couple decided um that they they're married they're not separated or anything but they have two separate houses oh the 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 husband lives down the street and i i love that because <laughs> i i really hope that like there was a house available next door but he's like no i i can't even do down <laughs> i can't even do right next door i need to be like away a little bit like it, can't, it needs to be like a conscious effort for us to hang out and i was just like that hit my core <laughs> i was like that's and that's the goals i i aspire for is like that's what like, I, I gotta be able to text her and be like make sure it's cool for me to come over yeah like <laughs> if you're not if you're not too busy later you want to hang yeah. out that's what i want i don't do. even want to have keys to their place like not at all <laughs> yeah i want to be considered an intruder if i come into her house unannounced <laughs> Oh, one of my customers at the store, like they like they're like not even dating or like married technically. He's like, yeah, no, I guess I call us like a boyfriend, but like I mean, I'm in my sixties, like we're <laughs> like you know what's going on. And it's like they're like pretty much like building a house together, and like it's like what you guys gonna be living together? Like no, he's not selling his house. We're, we're just getting this house too. <laughs> just, yeah, people think that's like, weird. That's the fucking dream. That's the absolute dream. Yeah, space from other people, including the person I like. Yeah, <laughs> you can decorate it however there's, you there's, want. It can be as clean or dirty as you like it. I still, I, I don't. I've like, I wish I didn't live alone this early in my life because I'm never gonna have another roommate. This, um, and if I do, I'll be, be really, really sad about it. This might be a hard pill for some people to swallow, but I wish some girls just understood. Sometimes it's good for a guy to miss you. We can just close it right there. I wow. I think that was a good bow to put on this. I was going to go into this uh, conversation I saw with this young lady uh, saying that uh, she's been with this guy for uh, over six years. They have two kids together, and they uh, signed a mortgage together too, but they never actually formally uh, put a status to her, to her relationship. So she like recorded a video of her going up, going, uh, going to the guy. And I was like, Hey Tony, I was just asking, what are we? And the dude was like, we're boys, bro. And gave her a pat on the ass and a kiss on the cheek and walked away. <laughs> and that, that's, uh, that's goals to me. But yeah, you're right. <laughs> yeah. Anywho, you guys. Yeah. I think there's a good segue to our playlist. <laughs> Oh shit! It kind of is though, because uh, if I had uh, women in my life living with me, my playlist would not be what my playlist is. That's for damn sure. Is, uh, you guys want to go down your your songs or your artists first? Which one you guys want to? Think do? artists is better to start with, and then we can do songs. 
I'm ashamed of my eyes. <laughs> All right, we can. Y'all want to start with top five? Yeah, Joe, I feel like you have the least, uh, least like, uh, what's the word? I guess uh, differences in your artists, so you can go ahead. Yeah, if you not a lot of variety in mine. Not a lot of variety yeah. in mine whatsoever. Um, all right, my number one artist from, from the year 2020 of our Lord was uh, one Freddie Gibbs. Okay. Uh, I don't think that was a surprise at all. Uh, Number two was Alchemist. Uh, It was Alchemist because Alchemist did an album with Freddie Gibbs, so that doesn't really count. (laughs) Number three was West Side Gun. Um, Number four was Griselda, which by extension is West Side Gun again. Um, Number number five was Death Grips. Number six was Conway, which also is kind of Griselda. And then number seven, finally, is James Blake. That's the first one that's not a... I mean, Death Grips is kind of an outlier in that first group, but... Um, yeah, I mean, that's, that's pretty much just gangster rap with death grips sprinkled in there. And then finally we get to James mm-hmm. Blake, who is a uh, kind of like experimental, uh, like art pop slash R and B, but yeah, uh, uh really heavy would, gangster rap year for me. I was going to say, I want to keep in mind, Joe's never done a hard drug. He's never <laughs> sold an ounce of anything. He just likes to listen to all this. He's from a suburb of New York and it's just, I just, low key red. uh, yeah, I just, <laughs> Like if he if like uh James Blake was in his top ten I wouldn't or not is that the country singer no, <laughs> no. yeah I got I yeah I got it confused I got it confused God damn it. <laughs> I, don't, I forgot what the I don't even know what the country singers names are I just said a white man that <laughs> makes music <laughs> no James Blake he's produced a lot of songs for Kendrick Lamar too and um yeah I realize who he is now yeah, he's hit to a lot of hip hop shit yeah no it's interesting because I like. For a good chunk of my life, I didn't listen to any country music because I was like, I have nothing to relate to here. Like, how is that any way relevant to my life? But then I stepped back and was like, but also, by extension, how is, like, armed robbery and cocaine sale? Like, what does that have to do with my life? And I realized, like, that's kind of, I'm kind of being a hypocrite there. <laughs> is it Blake Lively? Yeah. Yeah, that's, I think that's a, that's a country okay. star. Yeah. So that, that would make more sense to be in your top ten. <laughs> I think it's just you compensating for the uh, for the all the uh, caucasity that's around. Maybe, you, maybe. To be honest. So like you just kind of balance. As it long out. as I can remember, I've loved gangster rap though. Like literally since I was a little ass kid, like that's what I was hip to. Um, that said though, I don't think I've ever had a list like this where it's like like just gangster rap. I live in Hawaii, by the way. My top ten should be fucking mm-hmm. Bob Marley and then hippie sabotage. Like that's what niggas are hip to here. But this year, in the sunshine and the palm trees and on the beach, I listened to music about cocaine and cocaine accessories almost exclusively. So, yeah, uh, we can move on, though. Yeah, good list. Uh, I'll do mine real quick. Uh, number one is The Weeknd. He was like, he's like far in first place, too. It's not even close. I'm kind of surprised at that one. Uh, two is Kendrick Lamar. Uh, three, Guap Dad 4000. Um <laughs> Five is Sir, and then uh, six is Anderson Pack. Wow. We can keep going, I guess, if you guys want. What, uh, what songs? Oh, Drake is uh, Drake and Trey songs is around <laughs> seven, eight. What? <laughs> what songs? Did you guys do songs too? No, not yet. Yeah. Oh, we're not just yet. your artists? We're just going into our artists, yeah. Oh. I'd like to say mind. Weekend was eight for me. I just got to throw that out there. Weekend was eight. Weekend was number one and like, by a long shot. <laughs> Anything you want to discuss in that? How. Was there any surprises in there? 
Uh, was that an accurate reflection of your year? Dad 4,000. Guap Dad 4000 surprised me with how high he got. I didn't think he would get that high. Uh, I'm be honest. I'm surprised that you one. liked him that much. He's one of those guys that, like, I, I, I'm surprised I like him, too. Uh, it kind of comes at a curveball for me. Like, I didn't like – it's like Anderson Pack at first. I didn't like Anderson Pack at all. But now he's like – like, my like if someone asks me who your favorite artist is, I usually defer to Anderson Pack. Uh, Guap Dad 4000 is, uh, is in that group for me. I feel like in the next few years, he's either going to be a, like a no name at all, like he's going to be working at Mike's Car Wash, <laughs> or I feel like he's going to be pretty big. Well, Guap Dad has the personality to like, have a good career. He's been rapping for a while. Uh, I mean, he's more known for his Instagram, though. But uh, I think I like him too because he just he's funny as shit. That's another thing I like about him. No, he's, he's hilarious. Funny young man. Then he get in a, you said he got in a beef with Little Nas X, right? Little Nas X, uh, Russ fought him. Uh, <laughs> well, yeah, Russ actually kicked his ass. Um, <laughs> yeah, there's something to be said about uh, white men with uh, with long yeah, hair. Don't yeah, fight. you got to look it's out. Really, for you're flipping the coin. Yeah. <laughs> you're flipping the coin with that one. Half the time they're gonna try and slap you. The other half of the time they'll kick you right in the head with perfect Muay Thai form. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, Russ has been known. He's not the one for play play. Like he'll he'll he'll, he'll find you. I want to say Russ is in my is like eleventh place. It's so like unfortunate. Like a... So unfortunate that he legitimized himself. <laughs> people were people were clowning the shit out of him in the beginning of his career, and he did the legwork to make and that he, stop. And he makes really good music. <laughs> I don't, like it's not like it's not like a surprise either. Like if he makes a song, it's like pretty decent. Like it's. <laughs> Like I'll bump it for a few days. <laughs> um, yeah, but I mean it's pretty light skinned for the most part. Uh, Very besides the Guap Dad one, I guess. Guap Dad's pretty uh, light. The weekend I didn't. Yeah, I would say that Trey Songs and Drake. I don't even know why they got in there. I think Apple just knows me too well. <laughs> <laughs> Marvin's room played a little bit too um, much this year. <laughs> I haven't heard that song in a second. That shit came that out song, on shuffle, and I skipped it for the first time in my life. Actually, I'm about to say that song only comes on your shuffle, but it comes on when you need to hear it. <laughs> no, Jake, Jake had like two or three songs that I really enjoyed this year, and uh, that that was. Uh, I, I'm a, I'm kind of ashamed to say when I like really like a, a Drake song because literally everybody else loves a Drake song. Like it's not like a hot take to say that Drake made good music. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, I was I was going to get into that when I got to my list because he's he's on mine too, but uh, Let's hear like it's it's kind of weird to say like he's like my guilty pleasure rap, like artist, but like he's also like probably like the most popular artist like in the world. Yeah, yeah. So I mean that's a that's a we should we should come clean right now and say that we we try not to be with line of pop culture or anything. Nah, yeah, like we uh, that's definitely a trait that we all we, share. We try to go against the grain like a lot. But it's super hard for us to go like Drake is a bad artist when we're secretly bumping money in the grave like seven times on loop. It's, so, I mean, it's one of those things where it's like, I don't want to be the one that plays it, but I really hope who has Ox plays it. Like, I'm not going to say anything. I'm just going to like just try and use telepathy to let him know that I'm trying to hear that song. Not just that, but yeah, he, he makes some pretty good in your feelings music, too. Sometimes I, I can't even front it. Nah, when he starts to act like he's from Atlanta, it's like Loki, my favorite. 
Uh, all right, uh, Evan, go ahead and uh, what, what's your uh, what's your what's uh, uh, mine's actually kind of similar to yours, honestly. Um, the weekend was number one, uh, Twins. And, and like by a lot. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, mine wasn't even close. Like, it was like a 14-hour difference. <laughs> they don't give you the hour uh, difference, but it does tell you uh, how much, like, you listen to the weekend. So, I listened to them 20 – it said 2,600-some-odd minutes uh, throughout this year. And I equated that out. It was 48 hours, essentially. <laughs> That's so, a lot. <laughs> yeah. Um, I was uh, – Spotify lets you know, like, what percentage of, like, listeners you fall into – Fall into it. I was making the top one percent of listeners that listens to the weekend on Spotify. So, um, mind you, he's probably like a top ten most popular artist on earth. Yeah. So that's that's yeah. that's you're competing with about a billion people there, Evan. <laughs> <laughs> top one percent. I'm proud of you. So yeah, I'm. Um, that's a resume builder. You can put that on your resume. <laughs> you want commitment? <laughs> Also, mind you, I li- uh, like Spotify tells you how many mis- uh, minutes you listen to music this year. I listened to fifty six thousand five hundred nine minutes of music, so that means at like a solid fraction almost was the the weekend. Yeah, I was about to say the the way you just put it, it sounds like a good ninety two percent of that was the weekend. <laughs> well, two thousand six hundred uh, of minutes of that fifty six. I'm not 000. doing the math, yeah. Evan. I'm not a mathematician yeah, by any we means. Don't. I just spitballed a high number of percentage wise. That's Joe's job. He he's the one with the fancy. Yeah, I'm doing it right now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to figure it out in hours. I want to see if you beat me just music listening wise. Oh yeah, all right. So that's nine hundred fifty hours of music listening. I had four hundred forty six hours of music listening. Well, yeah, also remember, I was unemployed for about six months out of the yeah. year, so. That was, yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah, and that's about six months worth of music you beat me on, so I, I get it. Yeah. <laughs> um, All right, Ryan, let's round it down. What's, what else you got? Um, so, Kendrick Lamar was two. Um, okay. Sir was three. Y'all Drake are really at, similar. <laughs> yeah. uh, Drake at four. And then we have uh, J.I.D. at five. Which J.I.D. And- I was expecting, like... I was really expecting like a like a no name artist to be in yours for some reason. Um, I was expecting Brent Fayez or Black to fall into that top five, but they didn't. What would y'all say your biggest surprise is? Because uh, Alex was Guapdad for sure. What do you got like a big surprise in there, Evan? I wasn't too surprised by Drake because honestly, I, it, it's been yeah, it's been that type of year. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, JID being the top five and not like. Brent Fayez or Black was probably my biggest surprise because I listened to those two heavy, like that little like uh, emo, like rap but like singy type of music. Yeah, I listened to it a lot. Um, I didn't really. I feel like I didn't really discover that too much like new like kind of music this year. Like a lot of the artists I kind of like listened to that kind of like blew up over like the past couple of years. Like those are kind of like the new names that I found. So. Uh, I mean, I listen to Guap Dad a lot, but I've been listening to him like for the past like year or two. Um, Interesting. Yeah, Who did I discover this year? I don't really know. I was I was surprised yeah, I was ex- by. Uh, I was really expecting like you to like have like something like way out of left yeah. like left field like I don't know like Pussy Fire Four Thousand <laughs> or something like. You that. get me hip to all sorts of music, Evan. So yeah, I was I'm kind of surprised. But uh, that said, though, you listen to a shit ton of music this year, so. You know, yeah, I mean, I, top, it said right? I discovered like three hundred some odd new artists this year. So yeah, 
I was surprised by it. Joe. I, there was zero. There was zero variation in yours. So I don't know. <laughs> yeah, wait. I didn't. I was. You. You literally. You literally listened to nothing but. Uh, 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 fuck. Why did I forget their Griselda. name? Griselda. Um, yeah, you literally listened to Griselda's like uh, whole catalog. Um, you listen to Griselda's affiliates. <laughs> um, you listen to Griselda's Griselda's coworkers. Like, there's no like, there's no like difference. I, I and also like, one of the biggest pop culture like producers. I agree with you. That said, though, uh, in my defense, every member of Griselda released at least three projects this year. So what the fuck am I supposed to do? I get like eighty songs worth of material from them every six weeks. So it's only so much I can do, you know what I mean? That shit adds up. I was surprised by Death Grips more so because they haven't released any music since 2018. There's nothing new that I, not a single, not a, not an EP. They haven't even done an interview since 2018, and somehow that made it in my top five. No, that's why I was so. surprised by Kendrick being uh, number two on mine. Yeah, y'all both had Kendrick, which I'm actually kind of jealous of. Yeah, but well, all right, let's get into our songs here, and we'll we'll get into why Kendrick was uh was in. Was in my top at Uh-oh. least, um, <laughs> because he was in my. He made my top ten, and it's a song you guys probably aren't expecting, like collard greens or something. <laughs> That's schoolboy. No. Yeah, I know he's featured though. <laughs> All right, uh, you guys want me to go ahead with my top yeah, ten? Send it. All right, number one, John Red Corn by Sir. Okay. <laughs> We're starting uh, off <laughs> spicy. <laughs> Number two, the recipe by Sir. Um, (laughs) Would you? All right, wait. For the listeners that might not be, probably aren't familiar with Sir, would you like to just just give us a quick Spark Notes version of what those songs are about, really quick? Uh, John Recorn is about uh, uh, about being alone, but you're with the love of your life. Um, (laughs) Number two is about uh, about. (laughs) <laughs> being with a girl and she uh she's not it's you you know it's not meant to be but it's just not in the recipe for you guys so you just kind of string her along yeah it's, um, it's about it's about you have the right girl but like just <laughs> it's not the time baby it's just <laughs> it's the most toxic shit no, that, that came you can't out this save year. me <laughs> yeah that's hold on i'm not done so three number three is i gotta go by trey songs uh <laughs> Number four is the party and the after party. Jesus uh, Christ. (laughs) That song is from 2012. (laughs) Uh, Oh, number five. Number five is Go Crazy by Chris Brownie. (laughs) That's a great song. That's a great song. I'll give you that one. That's a really good song. Also, the only song that was made this year. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, uh, (laughs) number six is Little Scammer That Could by uh, Goff Dad 4000. (laughs) Seven is How by Little Baby. I think that's just because I played it every pregame. Um, eight, uh, oh, eight, it's You Can't Save Me by, uh, by Sir. <laughs> Jesus Christ. That song, that song actually, like, it shouldn't, it should be censored. It shouldn't have been released. And A&R should have said no to it before it got put on an album. Yeah, that song's too much. Uh, 
Number nine is Devil in a New Dress. Uh, it's just because I love fucking Rick Ross's verse. I can't, can't go. That's over another it. album that came out in 2011. What are you doing? All right, and then rounding it out, number ten. Uh, it's a Kendrick Lamar song. You guys guess it real quick. If it's you, then I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna send you some money yeah, for it's, a therapist. It's. It's, it's you. you? It's you. I was joking. <laughs> yeah, I was joking. Is everything okay? <laughs> that's a very, Christ. that's a very just overall toxic and also just depressing list. I'm actually you. <laughs> hey, you actually, you, know, you beat at the end of that actually almost makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> and if the listeners, the if funny part if the listeners don't know I've what you fine. is about, wait, the listeners don't know what you is about. You was about Kendrick Lamar being stuck inside of a hotel room contemplating suicide while drinking a whole entire <laughs> bottle of alcohol. <laughs> Having survivor's guilt. <laughs> oh, shit. And the funny thing is, I'm fine. Like, I just, just, none of those songs directly correlate to me at all. Evan, you want to go? Because mine's hey, not we, that cool. Mine's Yours is funny. We can all, like, get hip to it. Mine is just a lot of Well, you want to just knock yours out the way then? Yeah, okay. First one, Jose Canseco by West Side Gun, uh, featuring Stove God Cooks. I love Stove God Cooks first. Never heard of him in my life. Rapper from Rochester, New York. Alex, you should get hip to Stove God Cooks. <laughs> I've listened to him. He's actually not too bad, to be honest. <laughs> Very good rapper. He has another song. I forgot who it was with. It was really good. Probably Cook the Crack that that dude was smoking in the bus station you were at. So that's a nice connection to you. <laughs> Shout out Stove God Cooks. Shout out West Side Gun. Uh, Frank Lucas by Freddie Gibbs. Evan put that on the podcast. Very hard song. 1985 by Freddie Gibbs. He said, 1985, bitch, I traveled with a cocaine circus. Uh, Chef Dreads by Griselda. They performed that on Jimmy Fallon. It was fascinating to watch that because <laughs> I've never seen coke rack being done on such a mainstream platform before. It was it was weird. Um, Baby Shit by Freddie Gibbs. Uh, Freddie Hotspot by Griselda. They Got Sunny by Conway. Uh, Moselle by Griselda, Look at Me by Freddie Gibbs, Dr. Birds by Griselda. Not a lot of variety there. <laughs> Dr. Birds was yeah, Dr. Birds was a good yeah, song. Yeah, Dr. Birds was a good song. But oddly enough, all those songs are actually about the same thing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Every single one of them. That's all. You can actually argue all, all the code. songs that Alex listed were actually about the same thing too. <laughs> this I can say definitively Not have nothing to do with me though. I have never seen cocaine in my life. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say, have you ever put it on your gums or anything? Like, <laughs> I've been at festivals where people are doing it near me, and that's the closest contact I've ever had to cocaine. I, but something about fucking people talking about hitting people with the butts of pistols—it just it gets me going. I love it. Something about going into like a, like singing along to a song like that, and then going into my very corporate job and talking about how the coffee's bad today—it just works for me. It, it helps the day go by faster. Yeah. All right, Evan, you want to go? Yeah, I can, I can go. Uh, number one is uh, Them Changes by Thundercat. That's <laughs> fantastic song. Really good inclusion. That song came out in 2015, I'm pretty sure. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Um, second, Heartless. Um, Makes sense. Weekend? Yep. Makes sense. Still 2019, though. Uh, third is uh, Working Out by J.I.D. Okay. Uh, fourth is Trouble on Central by Buddy. 
Um, fifth, uh, John Ridcorn by Sir. There it is. Here we go. <laughs> Twins. Six, we are looking at uh, Fuck the World by Brent Fayez. That's a solid. Um, that's a solid list. That's a good song. That's a good yeah, song. That's a, that's a really good song. Um, I think, yeah, that came out this year. Uh, seventh, Dangerous by Schoolboy Q. Uh, Interesting. Is that yeah. the one with Kid Cudi? Yep. Okay. It only says like eight words in the song. Um, I see you. <laughs> yeah, uh, eight after hours by the weekend. Um, Quality. Neither uh, of you had Snowchild. Snowchild's on my list. It's farther down, but Snowchild was probably my number one listen on that album. Uh, Mine's Faith. Well, let me see here. And then ninth, uh, Chicago Freestyle by Drake. Um, <laughs> And then uh, tenth uh, feel by. Wait, what? Wait, whoa, wait. Go back. Wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> what? Chicago freestyle by Drake is in your what number? It's like ninth. <laughs> <laughs> I was. I'm willing to toss bail on a lot of Drake songs. What? <laughs> that that was an inch. That's an interesting inclusion, Evan. I'm not going to front. Uh, that that song gets me. I don't know what it is about it. <laughs> it's almost like you. It's number? almost like you can't save me if you want to really do a deep uh, deep dive on the lyrics. What's number ten? Huh? What's number ten? Feel by Kendrick Lamar. That's okay. Another oh, one. That's 2018. What? <laughs> Actually, that's 2017. I was in yep. Australia when that came out. Yep. And, that, and, yeah. and of all the songs on that album, Feel? Yeah. <laughs> Are y'all okay? Seriously. <laughs> I know I've been gone for a while. I, don't, uh, I only FaceTime you guys once a week. Is everything good in the Taylor family? <laughs> Black, Balloon, uh, Black Balloon Reprise was like 11th. That's a good song. That's a really good song. That's Is that Denzel or Flylo? Which album was Denzel, that on? It was both. Well, I mean, it's Flylo's album, but Denzel's rapping. Okay, okay. Yeah, that's yeah. what I thought. It's, it's Denzel verse on Flylo's album. But yeah, and Alex, no, Chicago Freestyle. Really good song. All it's about is just like get on a one way flight so he can go uh, hang out with some chick randomly. <laughs> I can show you five songs that have the same chord to that and, you know, a little better, in my opinion. But, you know, I get, I get it. My, I think my top Drake song of the, of the year that I listened to is Grease. I literally have zero Drake in my top 100. I have no Drake. <laughs> All I'm saying is, man, good for you, Joe. You're you're a little bit stronger than I was. That that Drake where he was pretending to be the weekend was really good for me. <laughs> I just heard that the last Drake song I heard was the one where he was trying to be British, and I was like, all right, we're not doing that. He said the word panache, and I was like, nah. <laughs> there is there is one Drake song in my like little top list, and I'm not gonna say where where it's at on the list, but it's it's in the playlist. And I might even want to say which song it is. I'm surprised RMR didn't make mine at all. I was expecting Rascal to be up there. If I'm being Rascal's honest. in my list because I karaoke the shit out of that song these days. I was gonna say he that I thought he fell off for a little bit. You know when you do that thing of like you know like you haven't heard this artist in a second. Are they still making music? You Google them yeah. and they're still making music. It just is bad. <laughs> when I 
when I searched him on YouTube to like add him onto a, another episode of uh, our podcast, I was like, ah, he probably fell off. Like he's maybe making an album or something like that. It's just not good music. He was making some good fucking music, <laughs> dude. That yeah. was a good fucking song. No, that flew right under the radar happened. for me. Yeah, I think it's just because he keeps sampling other people's stuff. Yeah. Like that, I think that's his. He missing a made a Bruce Springsteen too. song and it was fire. <laughs> <laughs> to wrap this up, when you were going through Instagram and looking at everybody post their Spotify Wrapped, what stood out to you? I had no idea people like Gunna so much. Yeah, I don't get Gunna that. and Little Baby like stood out a lot, and I I don't get all right. Maybe it's because I'm older now. People keep on saying "little babies" like the future of rap. Guap Dad Four Thousands right there, <laughs> and I, <laughs> I, I, I'm just saying bar for bar. I want you, someone to like tell me there's not a parallel. No, no. Be realistic though. Who's better at, at rapping like of like the newer like rappers? Because me personally, I think GID is probably better than all of them. I still think Young Thug is like of. The active rappers in Atlanta blows everybody out of the water. Uh, even though JID is from Atlanta, though, right? He is, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's a, like, I'm talking about like that, like, subgenre of rap music. Thug is number one for me. It's not even fucking close. All right. So, wait. Look at this. Way too many hoes on my dick. I can't even take a fucking piss. That's Guap Dad 4000. And I, I'm. I want you guys to tell me another bar that was harder than that. I can, but it's not funny. <laughs> Conway had the hardest bar this year. Conway had the best year, in my opinion. Of all the people I love, besides Freddie Gibbs, I would say Conway had the best year for me. No, Freddie said, uh, whip some ugly white girl, made her into Miss Universe or some <laughs> yeah. shit like that. And that's when I had to take a fucking seat. <laughs> <laughs> on a song with Big Sh- Oh, wait, no, that was uh, Benny. That was on Benny's song, yeah. That's like the only, those were like really the only rappers this past year that kind of made me like sit, like sit down for something. Like, you know what, these guys can, you got some lyricism to these kids. Like, <laughs> I Hey, Evan, I will say, we both had John Redcorn pop up in our, uh, our top 10. We weren't the only ones. There's a couple people with John Recording that uh, snuck in there. I, w- I was expecting to be the only one to have him at number one. I, the people that I see with Sir in their, like, top 10, I normally just kind of look at them differently. Um, and I don't know why, but. Yeah, wait, separate conversation. How do you, how do you go about when you see somebody's, uh, like, stats for their music and who their favorite artists are whatnot? What opinions I, do you go away with? I don't know if it's a reflection of them because I can tell that my playlist was a reflection of me because I was pretty much broken in my feelings all this year. So <laughs> um, you can kind of take it how you want. There was a few songs where you can tell I was probably having a better month than others. But essentially all my songs were just saying was like, yeah, this guy was broken. He was like, like simping over something. But um, yeah, you can go with. Do the research on mine if you want to. I mean, they might be in the same vein. They might not be. But, like, it's uh, – they uh, – I don't see a lot of, you know, parallels between my playlist and myself personally. I just enjoy listening to toxic music. I think that's what yeah, – Alex, right. you, you can argue that me and you have the same playlist. Um, and I'm not going to say we have the same year, but – 
Because you weren't broke. The recipe <laughs> was a really good song. I love the recipe with the melody. Um, and Devil in the New Dress is, I just said, Little Baby had a really good right, year. I'm thinking about your top and 10. Think, I'm comparing our top 10. The recipe, I can compare that to probably like the Heartless. Um, John Rincorn and John Rincorn. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Devil in the New Dress, uh, probably to like what? Like, fuck the world. Um <laughs> How? Wait, what? Stop. <laughs> no. <laughs> you just... You can't do that. Yeah, Nigga, yeah. You had 2012 good. weekend on your top 10. The fuck are we talking about right now? <laughs> Wait. Yeah, and that song in particular, we could break that down if you want to. <laughs> you have to go so far out of your way to be listening to that song of all the songs, to, to listen to that song enough that it makes your top 10. That's a choice. That's a choice you made dozens of times this year. Even uh, I enjoy this song. I'm not going to lie, though. I think uh, Wicked Games cracked my top 20. That makes no, sense. King of the, King of the yeah, Fall. Yeah, King of the Fall has been in my once top King 20. Of, once, once you, to, yeah, once you told, uh, told me King of the Fall uh, was available to stream on all platforms, it was like really – it really inched in there and it was really if spotify close. had my listening numbers for king of the fall on soundcloud when it was on there for most of the year i'm pretty sure that little percentage i'm in right now would just go probably to at least like 0.05 i do need to talk to a therapist about why you is in there at uh, number 10. yeah you should bring that up not, at your that's next, not appropriate at your next appointment that should be the first thing you talk about you gotta open with that <laughs> just play it for them out loud and then just be like this was my 10th most listened to song this year please help <laughs> there's a couple lines in there that I just really relate to and I, Evan, Evan probably gets it <laughs> that song is about how he killed a guy and he has to live with it <laughs> there, Evan go back and listen to the song there's just like a couple lines that like I, I we, me and you we um I'm getting goosebumps just thinking about that song. All right, do we have any other topics? We're really deep into this podcast. Uh, Mayweather's fighting uh, one of the Pauls. I don't know which one. Whichever one didn't knock out Nate Robinson, uh, Floyd Mayweather's fighting him in February. How do y'all feel about that? Uh, I'll just let's just get this out the way. I, I mean, it's gonna be it's gonna be really quick. Uh, Floyd actually might knock someone out because <laughs> Logan Paul is gonna look fucking stupid. Um, <laughs> Floyd even... Mayweather is Floyd Mayweather is like a known defensive fighter for not he doesn't throw punches or anything. Like he's known for being defensively and and tactical. But like with Conor McGregor, he took so he let's look back what two years ago, three years ago. I think it was three he years took ago. that Conor McGregor fight because he knew he could beat his ass, and he said, "I can knock him out. I'm going to knock him out." And he knocked him out because he knew he could. Um, he took this fight because he's been fighting for 45 years now. <laughs> he's going to beat Logan Paul fairly quick. Yeah. So I mean, like. If he if he doesn't th- that that young man's good. like he didn't even care about what weight class he was in he was like yeah let's just fight yeah no I was, I was about to say they're not even in the same weight class Floyd's the same size as me yeah uh, no Floyd is smaller yeah, than Floyd you. is like five Floyd seven, is maybe Floyd is four feet tall one hundred and twenty five <laughs> pounds like he's he's a very small man I've seen him in person he's very small. But it doesn't matter. It that again, it doesn't matter. He, he goes up to Logan Paul's waist, and it doesn't yeah. matter. Like this is gonna be, 
I'm glad they're doing this so that we can understand how boxing works. And it's like, this is going to be essentially like, um, it's going to be like a first grader going into the national spelling bee. <laughs> like that's, <laughs> it's going to be, it's going to be pretty tough. You can sound out a lot of words, but it's going to be, it's going to get out pretty quick. The thing is that there's only been like one uh, fight where you've seen Floyd maybe like have a couple of blemishes on him. And that was it. Um, like everywhere else, like he's just kind of like dripping some sweat. You think that, and the thing is, you think that he's getting hit in his fights. When you slow down and like see the replay, you're literally watching this man watch like the fists go past his face. Like, yeah, he's, he's the only boxer that, with fifty fights that's gonna like he sleeps like a baby at night. Like he's, he <laughs> doesn't have a scar on his face. <laughs> he's. I think they did like a report on him. He's like the first boxer in years to like not have any worries of Parkinson's disease, yeah. disease or anything. Like he's like he's doing really well. <laughs> Because he's been in 50 fights and nobody's punched him yet. <laughs> yeah. You no, this see, is watch like, like how, you have to watch how slick this guy's head movements are. Like, literally, watch the slow motion of like him like dodging punches. Just look at him like... Like, he's yeah. just watching the punches go right by his face. Uh, this is like, no, but really, though, Floyd, I've always commended him as a businessman because, like, he just knows how to catch a bag. And he was like, all right, I can make a smooth 15, 20 million off of beating up a YouTuber, it's going to be about seven minutes of work for me if I take my time. So, yeah, well, why would I not take that fight? Like, that's it's a, also that's ex- exhibition, so, like, it's not even going to count if he lost. Yeah, well, but he's not going to lose. It's literally, this is the yeah, exact same that's... thing as LeBron James challenging your favorite basketball YouTuber. Like, somebody that made a trick shot. <laughs> <laughs> somebody that made a trick shot in their driveway challenged LeBron James to a game of one-on-one. You know what I mean? It's the same thing. He's gonna be ugly as fuck. Exactly. And but this is like more of a sport where profession is needed. Like this is like you know, like a little intricacies and like training and stuff. We're like if you're a lifelong boxer, that's like your thing. You don't make YouTube videos for a living. That how you made your bread and butter, and you're considered a billionaire because of it. <laughs> that's that's your job. Yeah. Um, you, you, you're, I just know. I don't. I don't even know why. Why would Logan Paul do that? I guess any publicity is good. Yeah, because no, Joe, because no, wait, no, yeah. If if it's, someone's going to pay me a couple million dollars to get hit in the face, I'm going to do it. Yeah, exactly. That's that's a, we always have that joke. Like, how you much how much would it take you to take a punch from Mike Tyson? Like, how much you have to get paid? This nigga did the math in his head and was like, how much do I want to get paid to get beat up by Floyd Mayweather? You know what? You guys have a good point. All right, let's go to light skin of the week. <laughs> <laughs> got a light skinned friend, look like Michael Jackson. Got a dark skinned friend, look like Michael Jackson. Light skin of the week is just where we like to uh, commemorate someone that did something special to us. Doesn't necessarily have to be light skinned, could be anybody. Um, I'll start right now. Logan Paul is my <laughs> light skin of the week. <laughs> Why is that? That young man, cousin Alex. That young man grabbed the grabbed the bag and a little bit of CTE and said, "Let's weigh the pros and cons and uh, let's get right to it." Yeah, this nigga said one concussion and six days of Twitter bullying for a couple mil. Absolutely. So where's the contract? Yeah, honestly, yeah. good for him. Is it weird for you guys that you're gonna have to root for him because he's from Ohio? No, I'm not. Rooting for any white man in a fight, he could have. 
could have stabbed six people, or the black man could have, and I still have the vested interest in him winning for some reason. He could have donated all of his money to Black Lives Matter, been an advocate for black people, um, and be married to a black woman. Actually, never mind. That last part, that would actually make me more against him. Um, he could... <laughs> He could do all these great things. I'd still uh, root for the other guy. Floyd could show up in a MAGA hat, and that's still probably real. <laughs> Floyd probably will show up in a MAGA. See, that's what that what what like this well, fight. He doesn't is. know how to read it. <laughs> what this fight is is just they're they're being paid to like trash talk each other. Like every pay per view buy is going to come from some set, like sixteen year old on YouTube watching the hilarious press conferences that are going to ensue because, like, this dude just, like, the Paul brothers are just professional trolls. It's just going to be hella trolling. And then Mayweather loves to fucking troll. So it's all it's 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 all just going to be hella hype for a, you know, two-round fight where he just beats the living shit out of the poor kid. He'll probably give him a couple rounds. I don't think he's going to – yeah, I, I don't know if he's going to beat the living shit out. He's going to do – he's a showman. Yeah. So, like, I mean, like, with Conor McGregor, like, that fight could have been quick. But, like, you know, he got – a good six, eight rounds out of him because I think you get more money if it goes longer. Well, either way, but like there might be something that yeah, you feel stupid. There might if be you, something to contract. You feel stupid if you spend fifty dollars for a fight that lasts ninety seconds. You know what I mean? Yeah. At the end of the day, Floyd's a, a businessman. He understands how business works. He's going to let him float around. I'm sure he'll probably wrap this one up a little bit quicker. Um, I, I, I think maybe four rounds. He's going to start break, uh, breaking a sweat like. or something. He's like, yeah, I know, just. Uh, Let's go ahead and get this one over with. He's a, uh, he's kind of he's kind of sweating too. So I'm just gonna. Yeah, he's gonna. Yeah, he's gonna be like the bar closes at two here. We gotta get going. So. <laughs> you gotta just start warming up the car. You got a light skin of the week, Evan. Yeah, I was, uh, it's Kendrick Lamar. Um, not just because he's on my uh, he's on my top uh, top list. It's uh, uh, I, this might be old, but there was a video of Tyler the Creator and um. He was at a concert back when concerts were a thing, and he was talking about what inspired him to start singing on uh, his last album, Igor. And um, he was saying that he spoke with Kendrick Lamar, and Kendrick Lamar just pretty much told him, like, yeah, no, he's, I'm not a good singer either, but, like, you just kind of have to feel it from your soul and just start singing like you mean it. doesn't even have to be good. So that's why most of Igor's uh, sang. So, Kendrick Lamar. All right. I respect yeah. that. Didn't I didn't really know what uh who to choose from this week, so <laughs> uh my light skin of the week is uh Rudy Giuliani. Um he contracted coronavirus <laughs> today according to a Donald Trump tweet. Uh shit's still funny, man. I don't know. <laughs> he kills something or has a dead hand. <laughs> What'd you say? He has a dead hand. I mean, doesn't that mean he's like a he's an immune to it? Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> he he just has been traveling the country with no mask on, talking about how goofy the virus is, and he got it. And I just think it's funny. That's it. Yeah, I, I'd be interested to see how he does it with it because Trump looked like he was on his last <laughs> leg. Like he looked like he was about to ask for the check. I don't. Yeah, they like if you want to put. We really got to talk about how the White House is actually just a retirement <laughs> home because there are some fucking old people in that bitch. And <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, they like kept Trump off camera for a while, but he had a pretty rough go of it. I've heard, and um, you know, I wish the best to Mr. Giuliani, but I imagine the same thing's going to happen. It's just funny to hear the <laughs> compilations of interviews where he's like, "Hey, can you take your mask off?" Or like, "We don't need to wear masks in here." All that, and uh, he, he he did get it. So, yeah. If uh, if Giuliani 
uh, had what I had a couple months ago. That boy is uh, he's going to be looking around for the check. He needs to ask the waiter. <laughs> he's going. He might need to. He might need to put a bow on it. Ask, talk to his lawyers. Get his estate in order because it might be. Uh, I'm not saying it's over, but like the credits might be about to roll. So. <laughs> Again, he has a dead hand. I don't know if you guys know this, but his hand is dead. His hand. <laughs> He's had a rough year because he was also in the Borat movie. <laughs> he almost fucked Borat's daughter in the Borat movie. He almost pulled his dick out on camera. So, you know, I'm, I I love that movie because it offers satire, um, and it awful it offers like a uh, a realistic look into like how uh, a lot of things operate. You know, when no one's looking, I guess. Yeah. That part I was not ready for. I was not ready for that. Was <laughs> that was, in fact, a step too far. I agree. <laughs> but he's yeah. had a he's had a rough year. Being in that film definitely didn't contribute well to his legacy. Um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, all right, we'll do game of the week and we'll uh, call it a day. This one's for all my baby girls. I see your comments, ladies, and they make me smile. I'm lurking and I'm stalking when you least expect it. But lately, I've just been taking care of my business and getting my grind on. But I promise you, I'll be back to play and get my flirt on. Um, game of the week is just us giving you advice that you probably shouldn't listen to. Um, you guys got anything? Yeah, I got some. I think your your music selection doesn't exactly match up to how you are, you know. You could have, you could have, you know, been in your feelings all year and maybe not make that much money because you're unemployed. But you know, or you could have been employed all year and just been the, been the real person that you are, you know. So you gotta make it how you are. Yeah. Well, like like with Joe, Joe listened to nothing but cocaine and cocaine accessory exactly. music, mm-hmm. um, and he's not a drug. I guy. listen to nothing but toxic and in your feelings music with a with Guapdad four thousand peppered in there. Um, <laughs> And none of that correlates to me at all. I listen to... I'm never in my feelings. I listen to a bunch of In Your Feelings music. Um, two songs about being broke and wanting to make more money. And one song that's about depression. Uh, that's not me. <laughs> that's not. I listen to uh, about 400 hours worth of cocaine rap this year. And um, this morning I woke up super early to move my car so I wouldn't get a parking ticket. So <laughs> it's all perspective. You don't to, whatever I don't know. <laughs> you don't want them to find the scale, you know. <laughs> um, yeah, you, you don't don't let things like that define you. I think that's a good lesson. Doesn't define me. Definitely doesn't define me. Yeah, I'm not that, uh, you know, I'm not a cocaine. If I could be any artist, though, I would love to be a cocaine rapper. R&B sex symbol first, cocaine rapper second, and then uh, art pop artist third. But, uh, yeah, those are the top two for me. If I could if I could just, uh, you know, choose my career trajectory, dream, dream, dream career, R&B sex symbol, and then coke rapper second. I don't have a joke for that. I don't either. <laughs> yeah, I don't. Uh, you can just hold that, Joe. I don't. <laughs> I'm just being honest. I had a moment of vulnerability there. Because I would be a, I'd be a arm, I would be an R&B singer, at the drop of a hat. Yeah. <laughs> You're telling me all I have to do is get oiled abs and be able to catch a tune, and my life is set. 
So, I, yeah, I don't know. It's an easy one. Yeah, it's an easy choice for me. Give me that microphone. In fact, I would say if I was able to make a wish, <laughs> one of my first wish would be able to be able to sing. Oh, for sure. For sure, for sure. I just want a microphone like a headset microphone, like Justin Timberlake had at the Super Bowl. That's all I want. <laughs> and a lot of leather. Hey, there's this... There's this video that resurfaces every now and then. It's this Janet Jackson concert, and this guy got picked out of a crowd. Do you guys know what I'm talking about? Yeah, I know exactly what you're talking yeah, about. I know what you're talking about. <laughs> Just love it every time. Every time I love it. This guy, <laughs> I forgot what they <clears throat> what they said. Uh, this guy, oh, yeah, someone captioned it. like, this guy is starving, but I'm here for it. I'm so jealous. <laughs> Yo, you remember when FKA Twigs, when she was doing at her concerts, she would choose her most intimate mm-hmm. song and get face-to-face with a man and hold the back of his head and sing it right to him. Mm-hmm. I, don't, I, don't, I don't feel like I need to explain that further. I just wanted to bring that up. That lives in you my know, head like, rent-free. Like secu- security comes up and talks to the guys first before she starts, you know that? And they go, like, if you do anything, like we, we have the legal right to fuck you up. Yeah, I mean, I would just say, can I borrow a <laughs> towel because I'm going to be crying a lot. <laughs> <laughs> also a also a sweatshirt to wrap around my waist. <laughs> There'll be a lot of tears and a lot of pants adjustments for sure. <laughs> All right. Um having you got anything you want to end on here? Huh? All right. So this is the No Relation Podcast. This is Alex. I'm saying bye. This is Joe signing off. Peace and blessings. Uh come back next week. Uh, thanks for thanks for listening. This is Evan. <laughs> Such a strong closer. <laughs> we always end on the right foot. All right, peace. Alone, every night alone. Why am I alone? I know that you want me to. Am I wrong? Tell me that I'm wrong. Tell me I deserve all the pain that you put me through. Oh. Back to your happy home, oh, I'm alone.